0: God Has a Plan, Part 1 of this series, by Apostle Jacqueline Fedor. Most of the Church is aware that each one of us are born descendants of Adam and sentenced to die because of the sin he committed. We, for the most part, also understand Jesus paid the death penalty for this original sin with his own life, plus died in our place for our personal sins. He not only allowed himself to be nailed to their accursed cross, to take away the sins of humanity, but also to remove the curses sentenced to Adam and Eve that have since passed on to all humanity. As a side note, it is said that the cross itself is considered holy by many people. Many times the church world still depicts Jesus on the cross, commemorating only the crucifixion. This was in fact a moment in time that Satan thought he had won. He had killed Christ, The victory was in his resurrection. The cross also represents pagan worship. This means humanity worshipped other gods, and over and over throughout the years, they have been choosing the wrong tree. At the same time, the cross is symbolic of every perverted spirit and a perfect example of the nature of Satan. Sadly, the church wears it around their neck. It's on shoes, purses, clothing, etc., Is this not Satan mocking us? The church was instructed by the Lord to take communion in remembrance of how he died, why he died, and just as importantly, how he had conquered death, hell, and the grave. We're not told to wear a cross. As the victor, Jesus would make covenant with humanity. He used himself as the sacrifice, and his blood would establish this covenant forever. As we enter into His blood covenant, we are made heirs to all He has promised. This is why He tells us we must eat of His flesh and drink His blood. It's our part in entering into His blood covenant for our own benefit and personal restoration. His eternal life is in His blood, and we become blood kin. In John, chapter 6, verses 53-57 through 57 says, As the living Father sent me, and I live because of the Father, so he who feeds on me will live because of me. Most of the church understands he bore our infirmities and took our diseases on the cross also, and by his stripes we were healed. We also read in Scripture how Jesus never turned down healing anyone when he walked the earth. But did you realize that as his body, the church, comes together to its full stature, it will be able to heal the whole world, and there will be none sick among us, nor will there be the physically maimed. Revelation chapter 21 verse 4 speaks of this promise, And God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There shall be no more death, nor sorrow, nor crying. There shall be no more pain, for the former things have passed away. The victory at this point, however, is still in the spiritual realm. We individually walk it as we believe in our hearts and receive what we have faith for. In Matthew chapter 8, verse 13, we see a demonstration of this spiritual law in force. Then Jesus said to the centurion, Go your way, and as you have believed, so let it be done for you. And his servant was healed that same hour. One day, as the body of Christ comes together, the victory will fully manifest to earth, his kingdom will be established, and all creation will be healed. Romans chapter 8 verse 21 Because the creation itself also will be delivered from the bondage of corruption into the glorious liberty of the children of God. Is this not a beautiful promise to look forward to? God surely does miracles today as he always has, but when the kingdom does fully manifest, what we call miracles today will simply be a way of life. All this will come into being because Jesus defeated the enemy, Satan and his followers, by his resurrection. They couldn't overpower him with their strongest ruler of darkness, death, governed by Satan himself. Now here is why the word came as a man. They couldn't overpower him with their strongest ruler of darkness, death, governed by Satan himself. Now here is why the word came as a man. Hebrews chapter 2, verse 14. Inasmuch then as the children have partaken of flesh and blood, he, Jesus, himself likewise shared in the same, that through death he might destroy him who had the power of death, that is, the devil. You see, Satan is a spirit, the Holy Spirit is a spirit, and we were before the fall of Adam. We were created in the image of God, but given a body suit that would adapt us to live on this earth. Spirits can interact with one another, but the soul can function only in this realm. So it is aware of the body and things of this world. This is one of the reasons Jesus had to become flesh so he could minister to those not born again, to carnal, soulish man. Also, by Jesus' coming as flesh and blood, he could take the sins of the body on the cross with him, making a way for our bodies to be restored. A side note, this is why sexual immorality is so strongly taught against to the born again, as it puts sin back on the body. He will forgive us for our sins, but the word says our bodies are dishonored. How can a dishonored body be glorified? It was all a part of God's plan. The Word became visible flesh, so even though we may not be born again and are a body and soul without a spirit, we can still see Him through our intellect because of recorded history and make the life-saving choice to ask Him into our hearts. What actually happens by choosing Jesus, who is the Word, the Spirit of Truth, the Tree of Life? Eve's original sin of choosing Satan's knowledge and believing his lies is corrected in our lives, and the Lord regains the lordship of our vessel. Then through baptism into his death and resurrection into his life, our spirit man comes alive, and Satan has no hold on our spirits. Romans, chapter 6, verses 3-4 through Or do you not know that as many of us as were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death therefore we were buried with him through baptism into death that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the father even so we also should walk in newness of life let us also look at colossians chapter 2 verse 15 Having disarmed principalities and powers, he made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them in it. He resurrected out of the grave as Lord of Lords. He is now connected to us once more through our spirit man. Satan controls the soul man and was Lord of all humanity throughout the years before the cross. In reality, before the cross and baptism, there really was no hope except. As already pointed out, God had a plan, and that plan, although not fully implemented on earth as yet, guarantees victory.